0: Yeah, it's funny though, um, you know, because you get these schmucks trying to buy the real estate across across the street from me, right? You look at the tax appraisal; it's ninety-five thousand dollars, right? Ninety-five thousand dollars is what the tax appraisal is, right? So you figure, a guy like me, uh, you know, I I find my shit together in like the last like five or six years, I could probably buy that land, right? Ninety-five thousand dollars. No, some fucking schmuck comes in, and buys it for two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. You know who he is? George Washington. That's who it is. <laughs> he comes in he buys it because he's a rich white guy who owns slaves and he bought it and his slaves they live at Home Depot down fucking corner
1: when you listen when you edit this all I need that rant right there to be the intro to the episode
0: no problem <laughs>
1: Glenn. Why do I, like, not remember any of this from my...
2: Because they just, like, <clears throat> barely went over it.
1: Yeah, like, they really, really did a disservice of going over the French and Indian...
2: It's, like, it's a pretty straightforward war in, like, the actual war itself. But it's it's kind of interesting because it's, like, it sort of sparks this thing that, that sort of leads to the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: around that time. Sorry, my, uh... My dog really was stuck. She was actually stuck under the coat rack. What? Yeah, she's got dementia, <laughs> so she just...
1: Oh, okay, I can't laugh. Then. And That's she's, not fair.
0: Now you can laugh. She's a dumb fuck. She, like, goes around the house, <laughs> and she, like, tries to figure... I guess she's trying to map the place, but it's like, imagine you were trying to map a location, and you're blind, and... And you find a location of interest, but instead—oh, she
1: blind too? Yeah, yeah. Oh so, man, yeah, okay. she can't
0: see shit. So instead of uh, writing down what you found on the map, you scream. That's what my dog does. <laughs> that's her. That's her dropping a pin. That's her. Her. Her letting out like a death whale. <laughs> she basically finds these locations that she can't get into. Like she can't get through, like behind the the stove at one point. So we had to block that off.
1: It,
2: it behind it the what? <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't stop her though because she's like she just keeps she's destroyed keep doing my cat's it. cardboard house
0: pretty. No, I still feel I feel bad about Sitka's house. That but,
2: you know. that thing is like
0: it's it served its purpose. Did you it buy like it a, or did someone buy that for you? No, I bought it. It was like five. Where'd bucks you get that cat like house? at, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our go-to. Fucking Joey Diaz is sweaty. It was
1: sweaty-ass sweaty Joey Diaz <laughs> screaming about something. I
0: just, I hope you guys know I'm I've been recording this whole time. <laughs> this wow, be okay. Our, this will be the test episode.
1: Perfect.
2: <laughs> I love it. A, uh,
0: I didn't want to say I was recording and then have you guys get, you know, get all demure. You, you, you pull in a Mark Marin. You're like, I've already started
2: recording.
1: Now we gotta act like we're all surprised. Oh, we're recording. We're on. Oh, okay. Uh, all, right. Well,
2: all right. Let's go. Take everything I hey. Yeah. Yeah. I killed him.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Has to be like uh, the, um, the Robert Durst documentary. Which one is it? The one on HBO? Oh, yeah,
0: that fucking lunatic, like serial killing old man. Where he like went to
2: the bathroom at like the end of it, and then they're like ask him like. Like, so did you kill him or whatever? And he's like, yeah,
0: I killed him. No, 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 for <laughs> yeah, sure. No, no. That's not what happened. What happened was he wasn't admitting it, but then he went to the bathroom and he was in oh, the bathroom yeah, yeah. like talking to himself, just saying, "Oh yeah, that's I mean, what do they that. want me to say? Do they want me to say I did it? Yeah, I did it. Of course I did it. That's what I do." That kind the of dumb
1: Scar question brothers. is that? Of course I did it. I'm
0: a rich. The, the rich, Scar Brothers would have like
2: a a guy doing him. And he would just constantly say, like he does in the documentary, like, he's
0: like, oh, hi there. I, he's so fucking weird, dude. I was just doing some uh, flow-nays there. Forgot to use it earlier. Hi, right, Whitney. <laughs> Whitney? Houston. <laughs> Whitney? Eli Whitney? <laughs>
1: I don't know if there was coke around in the time that Eli Whitney was going on, was there?
0: Uh, I think it was later. See. Let me see, Eli Whitney, I think it was later. Shut the fuck up. Hold on a second. <laughs> like, Eli Whitney. Eli watched. Whitney died in 1825. There was no coke. You ever seen, uh, they, were just, like, wait a I thought, they
2: were just
1: like okay, eating okay, the okay. leaves. Hang on, wait, wait. Yeah, I was going to say, back up, because I thought Ben Franklin was like a huge fucking cokehead. Like, that's what I learned in high school, was that Ben Franklin was a gigantic cokehead. All
2: right, got to look that up. It, he probably um, he probably like, did like Laudanum or something.
0: Okay. Yeah, it was probably Laudanum. Let me see real quick.
1: Here. I mean, they might have just dumbed it down for us, but that's what I remember being the funniest thing about U.S. history. He was an opium.
0: He was an opium fanatic apparently, and he was also addicted to coos. It says here. <laughs> yeah, he loved he loved him some old French women. Yeah, like yeah
2: yeah yeah. Okay, so the cocaine alkaloid was first isolated by the German chemist Friedrich Gottke in
0: 1855.
1: <laughs> Gottke. Alright, so he probably wasn't a cokehead. Maybe I'm confusing it with the opiate. Yeah. But so look, perhaps- let's just be fair, all our founding fathers were huge fucking druggies.
0: That's a good point.
2: When... Yeah. When They were all drunk. Like, if you look at the amount of alcohol they had at the signing of the Declaration of... Well, you know why they
0: had that alcohol, right? It's it's the French reason. It's because there was no water. (laughs) Well, yeah, that too, but like...
1: It's the same reason as why you go down to Mexico, you just drink beer.
0: Yeah. That's why Kenny Chesney is always singing about being drunk. So there's this there's this line in the in the Wikipedia, and it says when the Spanish arrived in South
2: America, most at first ignored Aboriginal claims that the leaf gave them strength, and declared the practice of chewing it the work of the devil.
1: What a bunch of clowns!
2: But after discovering that these you believe in the devil, cruel, Joe Rogan, they legalized Joe Rogan, I it the The leaf. first time He's I went seeking, down to South America and chewed a leaf, ten okay? percent of the value of the crop. <laughs>
1: Uh, but if you listen, if you come to New Jersey, we get you at 15 points, not at 10%.
0: <laughs> you know what's amazing is having grown up in New Jersey, I lived there for uh, 27 years, and, you know, everybody everybody knew a bookmaker. Everybody knew somebody you could, you could lay a bet with. Everybody.
1: Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Even, yeah. like,
0: the Catholic Church knew who to call, you know? And uh, it's ridiculous. But now sports betting is legal there, and it's like, what the fuck? It's just like, yeah. I i wonder what they're even doing. Like, they could just set up legitimate businesses now, right?
1: Yeah, or, I think they can, but it's got to be regulated.
0: That's the thing, is. There's probably, like, a licensing. Thing I think that more people go over. to them now because you don't have to. Well, number one, they'll lend you the money, which is, like, the big thing, right? Is they'll be like, and yeah, it's come legal. On, I'm good for it. And they'll give you, you know, better rates <laughs> and stuff. Be, I'm good it for it. Be, you're like that guy that owned the sports <laughs> store and the Sopranos. Yeah, Robert, Robert Patrick. Yeah, Robert Patrick. Come on, Tony. You know I'm good for it. I'm a Terminator from the future. <laughs>
1: oh my God! I was just trying to. I, I love that show and fucking Artie Bucco. That bald, fucking little skittish piece of shit, Artie Bucco.
0: Artie Bucco.
1: Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I forgot to lay my bet for this weekend's game with the Jets. Hey, listen, why didn't you go see Father Flynn? He would have hooked you up.
2: What's that stuff that, uh, like, that they do in a lot of Muslim countries? It's like
1: a um cot.
2: Yeah, cot. Yeah.
1: A lot of lot of uh like very uh Eastern African countries they chew it. It's like it's like coke. I want to. Yeah,
2: it's like. It's sort of like betel nut, where betel nut is also like a—it's like a stimulant.
0: You know what "cot" means in Polish, right? It means it means cat. <laughs> it does. It means fucking cat.
1: That's great. <laughs> They're chewing cat.
0: Jindobrek. That checks
1: out. So, Steve, tell me about the French anymore.
0: Well, which Steve are you talking to? I think we should call Steve. Uh, I don't know. Let's call Steve the professor. Professor. He's the professor. He's the professor. You're the professor. You're like the professor, and I'm going to be like the N one announcer who's like calling the shots. (laughs) Oh, the professor.
2: (laughs) Oh, skip to my
0: That's
2: like my morning zoo radio personality, the professor.
0: Yeah, we, by the way, before you got here, uh, wait, your name's Ryan, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, before you got here. We decided on, uh, what was it, Puppy and the Beef? I think that's what our radio, yeah. yeah. But we need, like, you, Perfect. we need your name. You're going to be, like, the weather guy. Uh, How about we just, okay. like, give you a real name that, like, that's to- that's totally not your name or ethnicity, like Shinzo Abe. <laughs> <laughs> to be, like, it's gonna be Shinzo some, Abe like, with the
2: five no. day. It's going to be some stupid, like, shock jock name, like, like Bubba the Love Sponge or,
0: like, I like how when you're doing your Joe Rogan voice, you, like, inhale the mic. (laughs) Yeah, so listen, when I do it, I put my
1: lips, like, right on the mic.
0: Hey, uh, Jamie, go like, ahead and pull up the MMA fight between myself and a potato.
1: Because yeah, what he does is, like, he'll sit there and he'll put his, like, he'll clasp his hands and put them together under the table so, like, he pulls his shoulders together and he leans real close into the mic and he talks real slow but he's like, hey, Jamie, if you could pull that off for me real quick. And I just found out this uh, this new kind of DMT, they're, uh, you know, finding from this uh, the, the the horse manure uh, in South America. They're only from horses in Colombia in this one small village and they're taking it and they're extracting it and they're giving the DMT. Out of it, (laughs) James. If you could pull that up, that's all he does. He just whispers into the mic, like right in his mouth. It looks like he's trying to blow the mic. He does, and then Uh, he squints at the TV because he's in a dark ass fucking studio. It just pops up a big ass (laughs) white screen, so he's like squinting at it.
0: Well, his fucking studio is like a combination of like Chuck E. Cheese, uh, things you never knew existed, the catalog, and like a CrossFit gym. Yeah, I've yeah. heard
1: people talk about what it looks like in there, but I mean, that dude's worth so much money. I'd be pissed moved. off if he didn't have anything in there. Uh,
0: it's yeah, like yeah, an yeah. Applebee's. Yeah, it's like an. It, well, it's, it's more like a Dave and Buster's. You yeah, know, it's just like shit a on the wall. Games it's everywhere. It's just silly shit on the wall.
2: It's an a Dave and Buster's machine. for
1: total bros.
0: <sighs> <laughs> All right, Professor, regale us. So,
2: what if I told you that? A war that nobody really talks about was sort of the catalyst of the American Revolution and mm-hmm. that a lot of it was really done for sort of selfish reasons involving George Washington and the rich people in Wait Virginia at that time. Wait a minute.
0: You're telling me war? Selfish?
1: It never changes.
2: I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> there might be a profit motive.
1: <laughs> Possibly.
0: War. It's fantastic.
1: So we're gonna introduce Dick Cheney in this episode. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. So there might be a profit motive for George Washington. Yes. Okay. Can so go on. To, to give you an
2: idea of the situation is that like at that time, sort of people are just sort of like going to areas and just sort of staking the claims, and a lot of times you know these colonies that are popping up. It's not like there's any sort of like like licensing process or anything like that, like anything that makes them official. it's just more that if you can if you can like hold down the land and then nobody comes along to like kick you off of it, then it's yours,
1: so this is basically like homesteading early homesteading like I'm gonna stake my claim, this is my area I'm gonna shoot you if you come on
2: pretty much.
1: Because at this time we don't have, you know, obviously like a federal government to actually demarcate boundaries and all other things.
2: Because all of the colonies too sort of have their own charters, uh, specifically the English ones. So when they they talk about the thirteen colonies, they're, they're sort of thirteen different like governments that are under the UK government, hmm. and these it they they all have different charters, they are all different setups. You know, like. Like, Massachusetts was, like, religious fundamentalists, and, like,
0: Maryland was was Catholics, and... I've been to Massachusetts, it's, I mean, it's, and I think you, uh, Ryan, you grew up there, right? It's still that way, I mean, it's Born and
1: raised in Boston. Oh, yeah, Irish Catholic is very
0: Yeah. But I don't think that's the religion that was there then.
1: I mean, I can't attest to what the religion was back in, you know, the 1700s.
0: But no, I could they... have sworn you were 400 years old <laughs> and a Highlander. Well, if you all bothered to watch
2: the historical documentary Boardwalk Empire.
1: I watched like three episodes before I fell asleep.
2: In the third season, JFK's dad is one of the characters. And what? He, he, goes, he goes on about, because he was big yeah. into bootlegging. And yeah, and he, he his goes dad, on about,
0: like. Joe Kennedy. About, he was, like, one of the about, biggest criminals yeah. in the history of the United States. He, he, wanted to get, <laughs> he wanted to get, like, a big name,
2: and, like, because he was Catholic, and he was, like, he was always mad because the Protestants, like, ran anything. The uh, the Boston Brahmins, as they called them.
1: I mean, the Kennedys are, like, royalty to the, everybody from Massachusetts. I, uh, I've seen their compound out on the islands, and it's very nice. Na-
2: but they were like they were like Prince Ali Prince
0: Ali Ali is here a a diamond Ali a diamond in the rough (laughs) a candle in the rough (laughs) it it took a while before we got we got Shining Jack so anyway what you're saying is that Joe Kennedy started the French and Indian War (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) and that's why the CIA killed Jack
0: this is this is how (sighs) deep the rabbit hole goes this
2: is why JFK Jr. is currently leading the QAnon resistance.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, I thought he went down in a plane crash or was that just part of the QAnon? Oh,
2: that was that was him faking his death.
1: Oh, um, where's the x post the, the
2: Deep State. So, <laughs> so, so the French have sort of taken over the area of what is today Canada, mostly Quebec and those
0: areas. <laughs> they just make it sound like it's small. The,
1: the funniest French thing have, is, you say Canada, we both start laughing. Like this is this is just our American privilege shining through.
0: The French have taken over what's called modern day half of the continent. <laughs> so, are they, they, would that make them a little overextended?
2: They they sort of go they sort of go down, which which is a thing too. Um, they, they sort of go down to Louisiana, what is Louisiana today, and they, they start a colony there, and then sort of everything in between, like Mississippi River, St. Lawrence River, all that, is, is sort of also supposed to be theirs. Um, they, what, they send some, they send some like... religious refugees um, and some other people, uh, mostly fur trappers and, and traders and stuff like that. It is, it is not as big of a, a colonial situation as the English colonies are. Right.
1: And now because we're in the French and Indian War, obviously the Louisiana Purchase has not happened yet.
2: Yeah, the Louisiana Purchase happens
0: under Napoleon. Yeah, that's like 18-something, eighteen thirty. I think it was like
1: 1801 or something, like right at the beginning of the 1800s.
0: Yes, it's
2: it's very very early on. It's during Thomas Jefferson's administration.
1: Okay, okay. all right, so continue.
2: So the sort of the demarcation line is the the allegheny mountains which is part of the appalachian mountains
1: no i'm um, not trying to pronounce that
2: because this is where sort of the english and the french are sort of meeting up and and the french aren't really happy because you know they don't have as many people so it's kind of hard for them to keep their claim on their homestead because all of these um, english settlers and, and settlers also from from other places not just england you, you have um, irish settlers you have settlers from other places in Europe like Germany Maori
0: um, <laughs> the Maoris, the, the one Maori guy who's... you some so many
1: Cubans coming over
0: <laughs> Joe Rogan I was there it was <laughs> me um, I brought uh, Bert Kreischer <laughs> R- you know before, R- my came, Mits- before my family came and before my
2: family came there Shore. we did not have cigars
1: <laughs> I bought cigars with me. At we 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 ninety miles. Joe Rogan 90 oh, yes, miles. Ninety camp.
0: miles. You know what they did is but they once... they stuffed them inside their tents. That's what they did. <laughs> once
1: it's called a prison
2: pocket
0: Prison pocket Once Mitzi set up the first store in in Boston. That's that's when it went down. Oh yeah, you know if George Washington was on the main stage there, he'd he bomb. He'd bomb. He'd completely bomb.
1: Oh man, Jamie, see if we can get him out to the comedy store. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh continue.
2: So there's, there's sort of these clashes. the The French um, they've they've sort of allied with with a lot of the native tribes. Um, they do have some fights with some of them. Um, the the native tribes have a lot of like animosity with each other, um, sort, sort of old rivalries. And some of them sort of take advantage of the introduction right. of the of the French and the English to the situation. Um, they'll ally up. Um, some of them will fight. Um, for instance, uh, Massachusetts did a lot of fighting against the Native Americans first in sort of the Massachusetts area, and then later on in Maine, which used to be a part of Massachusetts. Um
0: William, it's on you. <laughs> so there,
2: there's the, the, the British settlers tend to not like the um, Native Americans as much as the French do, um, and the French sort of ally with them as well to sort of uh, balance things out in terms of their their people that they have. So, on February 22nd, 1732, um, in Virginia, a young man named George Washington is born. Who? <laughs> Jorge Washington. Washington.
1: The first time I've ever heard that name, so this will be interesting.
2: <laughs> so, He's born into a, a somewhat wealthy family. Um, his father, there is a lot of information on him, but he seems to have been like a lawyer, a, a jurist. Um, so he was he was somewhat well to do. Um,
0: his like father a, died. A jurist. So you're saying he was like a member of a jury? Like he, he had was, jury he, duty.
2: Yeah, he was. He was a professional jury duty guy.
1: <laughs> wow, what a he was, what a miserable life.
2: He was in. Uh, he was in eight seasons of Law and Order. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dun, dun.
2: Same as Michael Moriarty. The, tr- the trick is you got to have a good wig budget and then nobody really pays attention to the jury. <laughs> so his father his father dies when he's 11. His brother Lawrence inherited uh, most of the property they had. He, he inherited the famous Mount Vernon.
0: How come um, we never hear about Lawrence? Did Lawrence die? Lawrence... Lawrence died. Heard Lawrence is still alive. He is. He's what we call a, a Highlander. <laughs> he's a lich, Steve. Jamie, a if lich. you could uh,
1: pull up everything you can on uh, Lawrence Washington,
0: <laughs> I'm fucking googling it right
2: now. Because he he died in 1752, so he actually he actually dies before.
1: Um, oh, he found Virginia. so Lawrence Washington actually founded the town of Alexandria, Virginia, which is pretty. Cool.
0: It's where all those rich people live that work in DC. Apparently, Lawrence Washington is uh, an actor or an actress or an act an actress uh, from the show Empire. Interesting. Yeah, that's
1: weird. did not know that.
0: I'm,
2: so that that explains a lot of things. Yeah. Yep.
0: He won an Essence. She won an <laughs> Essence award. How many Essence awards did George win? Uh, Four. I mean, not many. I mean, the man had. I mean, you kind of glossed over the fact that he inherited ten how, slaves and uh, how, kind of how preclude you from winning over there.
2: How many? How many NAACP Spirit Awards did? Not many.
1: I'm pretty sure that anybody born before 1950 is ineligible for a fucking NAACP.
0: I mean, he inherited a, a, a farm and ten slaves.
1: Definitely disqualified.
0: He's like Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> Except he was, they were probably farming like grass or something, you know, like wheat. And Papa John pays his slaves to farm pizzas. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the
2: pizza farm, they were, they were farming those, uh, those green peppers. The, the Not Hulmanios
1: picking pepperonis thing. fast enough.
0: Did you ever notice the hu- that the people in the back of Papa John are never happy? How many, so, like, every time you go to Domino's, how happy are the people in there? They are place? fucking happy at our Domino's.
1: Smiling, singing.
0: I know. It's like it's like Mac and me in there it is people Mac are just
2: like me. people are just dancing yep
1: i'm gonna tell you right now i worked at pizza hut for one of my very first jobs when i was 16 and uh i worked making pizzas because I, I couldn't deliver pizzas i wasn't old enough yet right and it was so fun back there when it was like we'd have the radio blasting we'd intentionally mess up pizzas and they're like hey did you make this oh no we don't know where that came from we don't know what order is that for <laughs> but we'll take it over here no we'll eat it though we'll get-
0: let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Joe Rogan, do you ever shit on a pizza?
1: <laughs> no. Okay, but listen, I'm I'm not, for reasons that are going to become very clear. I'm not going to tell you what Pizza Hut location this.
0: <laughs> well, there are no more freestanding Pizza Huts. They've all become like legal. They're all attorneys. combinations.
1: Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. no. So listen. Attorneys. So, um, a, a buddy of mine that I was working with brought in a bag of mushrooms. Now he lived in Polk County, so. He like drives. shroom
0: shrooms or like, you know, shiitake?
1: Like shroom shrooms. Okay. Like the magic oh, the mushrooms, ones, right?
0: Rogan. I was doing shrooms one time in 1970. <laughs> <laughs> My mom so he, ma- got he throws trail.
1: these shrooms on the pizza, and he makes the pizza, and it almost went out the door as a mushroom pizza. Oh, Thank God he stopped no. it, but he started eating it, and he was tripping balls oh, all night long. No. When I tell you that at one point I looked over and he's just standing there at the at the make table and, you know, it's just pizza it's right called? in front of him. The make yeah. table? That's, the make table.
0: That sounds amazing. Like, that that's sounds a, like a. That's s- an industry term right there. The that's, make table kind of. It's copyrighted. Doesn't it? It yeah, kind of yeah. sounds like the table they use in, like, Freemason rituals, you it's know? a That's a
2: proprietary table right there.
0: Oh, yeah, Initiates for sure. Like, they'll
1: the breaks off if you're trying to use it anything else.
0: Stand before the make table and receive thy wish, <laughs> and receive thy pizone. Queso blanc.
1: <laughs> well, He's standing there, and I said, "What's going on?" And he goes, "I can just see the bell peppers; they're moving." I was like, "What?" And I looked over. Of course, there was nothing going on. And I looked at him again. He's like, "Man," I was like, "This is not good."
0: Some That's actually how you know someone's high when you look at them and they go, "Man." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, George Washington had ten pizza slaves, and Lawrence <laughs> inherited Mount Vernon, and George so, George was fucking pissed.
1: We can so see who got out the better part of that deal.
0: That's that's the big plantation. That's that's a
2: historic landmark. His his uh, his his poultry farm is is not as much as a landmark. I'm, I'm sure there's probably some sign you can see from the road. <laughs>
0: It just says, uh, "Is it like down here where it just says like peanuts and Vidalia onions?" Yeah, it says like gator meat, gator meat, peanuts and Vidalia onions. Boiled peanuts, p dash nuts. Those like, those, like historical... it looks
1: like there's a parking lot there, so I don't know how true to uh, history it is. <laughs> 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 it was
2: it was hard to it was hard to farm through asphalt, so he definitely wanted to get the better farm. <laughs> now, Steve, let me ask you. Did they have asphalt back then? So, I'm going to say, you look at the pyramids,
0: <laughs>
2: look at the water damage on the pyramids. Uh, you
0: look at the pyramids, and uh, you only got one thing you can say. The globalists... So... All right,
2: <laughs> before we Before we fall down a, uh, a Jones hole, um, he, he becomes a, a surveyor as his trade... Um, a lot of these, like, sort of, like, plantation owners, um, a lot of them sort of go into the military, um, which he does, um, because that's the, sort of, like, a thing that was expected of them, because
0: they considered themselves sort of, like, like, knights. So what did he survey? Did he, like, call people up and ask them, like, if they're cool with their long-distance provider? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna ask you some political questions now. <laughs> uh... <laughs> A he, former he mostly... decorated U.S. Marine is going... <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he worked for Rasmussen. Oh, Rasmussen, yeah. Uh, the
1: oh, okay. The worst.
0: <laughs> Well, uh, every other poll but Rasmussen has this man winning.
1: <laughs> Rasmussen is like these like the the, uh, the Czechoslovakians of the Olympics. <laughs> yep. Just that random ass two point three in the gymnastics.
0: Rasmussen is the Chernobyl reactor of polls. It, it has a primary weight <laughs> <void> coefficient. <laughs> that was a fucking nerdy ass joke. All right, good lord.
2: So he he's a surveyor. Um, so land speculation becomes his primary income source. Mm-hmm. So, because he's the one that's, like, going out there and sort of
0: surveying the you land. You know what's funny about that is that uh, land speculation is currently the major league sport of rich white men still this day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always been. You know, <laughs>
2: and that
1: will never, never change.
2: change. Ever, ever ever since, like, Slave Futures went out the door.
0: <laughs> <laughs> slave
2: Futures. So, he he gets into this company called the, the Ohio Company of Virginia... Um, which is sort of a, a land investment uh, company that he and his brothers are in, and also um, Governor Dinwiddie, who we'll get to, eventually is involved in. I'm sorry, who? Mr. Be- <laughs> Mr. Bevilacqua,
0: the gym teacher. Governor Dinwiddie.
1: <laughs> Governor Dimwit.
0: Mr. Bevilacqua, the gym teacher. <laughs> He's got a lot of things named after him. Right, really? but,
1: but going back to the Ohio Company, what is the Ohio Company again?
2: So it's a it's a land speculation company. It's essentially a real estate company. And they're they're sort of um, sort of staking out all this land that's in the Ohio River Valley.
1: And so it's a bunch of white guys that got together and said, this land looks good, I'm taking this shit, get out of here, you dirty Indian.
2: And pretty much, and it's selling it. They're saying, like, well, I own this.
1: Oh, so and, they kicked them off and then they sold it for a profit so they just got worse. Yeah, okay. or,
2: or sometimes I'm sure they're like, they just said, like, yeah, I own this land. And then, like, somebody shows up and there's, like, some Native Americans on there. And they're like, well, sounds like you got a squatter problem. so Did they, weren't, they at they least weren't...
1: try to, like, negotiate with them first? Like, here, yeah. look, I'll give you two, small box, two smallpox blankets and, like, a, a dead I'll chicken. You, just get the...
2: I'll give you these blue beads for this 500 acres. And then... Blue Jesus. beads. <laughs> yeah. Blue was blue blue a rather... color
1: that hadn't been introduced to North America yet.
2: Oh, it was... Right. You... you 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 joke, but but blue like is in like stones are not commonly found in North America, so the blue beads were were very valuable in trading with, with Native American tribes. Ah, so they were
0: like diamonds, kind yeah. of. You no,
1: know, because diamonds are actually worthless, though. So I,
0: I know, I know that I know. My uncle is Jeff DeBeers. My what I he's <laughs> always <laughs> telling <laughs> me about. You
1: might want to you you erect your own guillotine for that one.
0: He's always telling me about how good he's getting it over on people.
1: Listen, let me tell you, if you want some diamonds, some high-quality diamonds, I'm so going to really direct you to Rico you.
2: down on 5th. What, what you want to do is
0: you want to go to Cash for Diamonds. That's a good place. <laughs> when, he's, when he's telling
2: you about when he, about cutting the hands off the miners who didn't do well enough that day, you know. Like,
0: kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Jesus! The world is the, disgusting. Back to the so, yeah. land
2: speculation. Yeah. Um, so they, they have sort of this idea that they're going to build their own colony, uh, called Vandalia, um, which is going to be in sort of like, what is today, West Virginia.
0: Mm. So West Virginia was a highly contested area back then. So they have this idea, but this Unlike is all today.
2: Sort of, that
1: was a peak. Sort of, peaked in the fucking 1700s. <laughs> yeah.
2: They've never, they've never been able to like. Come back up, you know, coal miner's daughter. They they got that meth going. They got meth.
1: Like I said, they peaked in the 1700s, though.
2: They got, they got
0: WVU. They got, they got the. No, no, you know, you were done. My
2: brother, my brother, and me, boys. Oh, they got Fallout 76. No, they're not from
0: West Virginia. They're from Texas, aren't they? No, they're from West Virginia. Oh, that makes so much more sense now. Wait.
1: Although I don't know how much of a bra- uh, bragging right uh, being the home of Fallout seventy six is going.
0: That's true. Legend. That's true. <laughs> fuck legend.
2: <laughs> fuck. Oh fuck. So, they have all these big plans for this land, but there's some problems. Mainly that one, the uh, the French are sort of in this area, um, and they're they're sort of encroaching closer into that area as well as time goes on, and also the Native Americans there. It's sort of the, the British government has said, you know, that, that no one's supposed to go beyond the the, the Allegheny uh, Mountains, that they're sort of trying to keep people boxed in. Um, at this time, it, it's just sort of like they don't want people sort of instigating conflicts, um, but it's not really enforced. Right. Um, you'll see later on that after the war, it, it sort of set down that, like, no one's allowed to settle uh, west of the Appalachians. Right. So... Governor Dinwiddie, who is a member of the Ohio uh, <laughs> Company of Virginia, he sends Washington on, on sort of his first mission um, to meet with the Iroquois. Um, the Iroquois are like a, a grouping of tribes.
0: Washington. Like, yes, Governor Dinwiddie. All
1: were, right, so listen, George, I need you to go see these Iroquois folks over here on the west side, okay? I'm going to have you give them a letter to the French telling me to get the fuck out of here, and then you come back and you... So... <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's supposed to meet with them and then give the French a letter telling them, you know, to to leave. Um, the the Iroquois, like I said, they're they're sort of a large confederation of, of tribes. Um, the Iroquois
1: actually, themselves are not actually a Native American tribe; they're a confederation of tribes. Is that
2: yes? But they they they. They're, they're sort of a family of tribes. Like, they have different tribes with different names, but they all where sort of are you, speak like are you a, a common language.
0: I'm reading your, your outline, and all I see is Iraqis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not Muhammad. He
2: was, he, was told, he was told to go there by a lot of uh, Iraqi dinars,
0: and <laughs> they right. like <it> would eventually <laughs> accrue in value, and they could sell them back <laughs> right. for more money. right. But they Went- stiffed Prescott Bush, which is what the started- scam has been going on
1: for. Oh my God, the scam has been going on for so. Long.
0: I can't believe it. Fox News is
1: going to pop up in here somewhere. Anyway,
0: he meets up with the Iroquois,
2: and one of them is this guy um, who's going to come up later on called uh, Tanacharison, who is he's a leader of a uh, in a tribe called the
0: Mingos. And he, Sounds like a
1: motorcycle gang. You know,
0: Aramingo Avenue is in, in Philadelphia. You know, you go down 95, you go to Aramingo.
2: So he is um, sort of a leader. They, they call him the Half King, and the, the Half King is sort of like his title. And, and it sort of seems like he's like a trade viceroy um, with the British. So he's sort of their, their ambassador to the British. And I believe that the – How the,
0: far away is viceroy from king?
2: It's, it's sort of like financial king. Okay.
1: He's, he's I'm the reading your outline and I see half king and I'm wondering what exactly a half... Is he like a manlet? Is he like four foot...
2: He's probably not a manlet because like he he kicks a lot of ass unless he's like a little like, you know, like that little little Japanese Yakuza guy on The Simpsons.
0: Yeah. he's March. just standing there. He's going to do something cool. Come on, homie. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> So he's.
2: I, I'm guessing the the term half king means that like because he's not like a full king. Because a lot of times the way they translate like the the chief as as it usually comes to be called is like king, like like he's the king of like okay. this tribe. Okay. So he's kind of like the vice like, king. king. Yeah, because um, they because you'll notice too, like when you look at like the wars that happen in like the 1600s in America, they refer to them as like King Whoever's War, and it's usually the name of the 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 tribal leader. Okay, so they meet up with him. Um, it, it goes well. Um, he says that uh, that he'll he'll talk to the Iroquois leaders to to aid the British. You know, if there's ever a fight with the French. Um, and then, so
1: Washington is now he, he he's got himself a little alliance set with yes, the Iroquois area.
2: He, he's got this guy that's making promises to him that like if a conflict happens, you know, he can pull everybody together to to fight against the French. Perfect. Um, he he also hates the French, which we'll go into later on. Um, as as a child, he was he was sort of um, kidnapped by the French. Um, they they sort of kept him as a prisoner. Um, some sources refer to that he was enslaved by them, but it seems likely they they just sort of like it, it would be more they just like kidnapped him after they like raided his people and then just like kept him as a worker.
1: Now I was reading on some stuff and it seems like the French in this. Um scenario are actually not the greatest people um the things that i was seeing that they were just fucking with the indians well yeah Uh, like you said with the kidnappings and they're just slaughtering them honestly was what i was
2: because a lot of the one of the the french people that are there are sort of like like dirtbag like like deadwood types they're like they're they're just sort of like these, these sort of like dirty men who like couldn't make it in France and then just go to like across to the other side of the like the end of the world to sell like beaver pelts.
1: Yeah, these are not uh, like French royalty.
2: So they um they they intercept Washington um at, around like the area of Lake Erie, um so sort of in northern Pennsylvania, okay. um and they mm. they they take him to the this fort called Fort Le Boeuf, which is in that area. Shana. Shia LaBeouf?
0: Yeah. Fort Chia okay. <laughs> Guys, I stepped away for a second. Is it America yet? <laughs> Not yet. Alright. It'll still always the be
2: America meetings. in your heart. So he he pretty much tells the French that they need to leave. They they refuse to. They give him a sealed reply and then they just send him on his way with supplies and clothes. The wars uh, were sure. so
1: much nicer back then. Like Washington says, "Hey, you need to get the fuck out of here." And the French are like, mm, "No, but here, have some food and some clothes. Have a safe journey." Like, what?
2: well, they they probably also told him like they also insinuated like, "Yeah, you guys need to get out of here." Like, did
0: he open the sealed reply, or what? Did it require like a special like? Because I saw that movie with Nicolas Cage, uh, National yeah, Treasure. <laughs>
2: he didn't have he didn't have the lemon juice necessary to read the invisible Ink. Right, but so. did he
0: at least like he needed a cryptex, right? To so, like even yeah, if he, he opened needed it, he his, would have to have his the code. In,
2: he did not have the French encryptor ring. He he did not have enough box stops right. to sell off for it. He only had yep. the English one. Right. Jesus. Right. Exactly. So, so he comes back, um and and so he gained some fame in the colonies in London. Um, probably one part of it was because you know he, he came back alive, and two, he was able to sort of secure an alliance with these um, Native Americans. So this is in 1853, in, in October. Um, and in February of, of 1754, um, he sent on a, a second mission. Um, he, he's given a promotion, um, and he's sent out with, uh, with 300 men, and he's sort of told that he's supposed to confront the French at the, the forks wait, of wait, the Ohio wait, 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 River.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second here. He he essentially fails his first mission, so
1: well, he, they promote him and they send him out with more stuff. Well,
0: he he sends the so message. Sounds you know, about a- sounds about white to me. <laughs> 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 privilege sounds about the privilege white is showing.
1: To me. Oh, oh This guy was our first president too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm. Failing upwards. Good. <laughs> so he's,
2: he's he's essentially sent to the area of of what is today like Pittsburgh. So like where the Ohio River forks with Here the we Allegheny go, and the <laughs> And and this mission is not is not sort of authorized by the crown. It's he's sent by the governor. So so this is sort of an, an unauthorized mission that he sent
0: on. So I'm sorry. What was the governor's name again? Uh, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. Okay. Thank you. I, I, all right. Win dixie so I got it. The so Win, Win dixie <laughs> Governor, Governor
1: Win dixie
0: Governor Win, Win dixie. dixie hey everyone, listen, uh, we have a mission later, and steaks are two for three.
1: if uh, you like to hear from Vice President Sweetbay?
0: If you want to go over to aisle six, Evagenia Johnson <laughs> is cooking up a friendly, fresh fry.
2: <laughs> he was given a mission that he had to open the franchises throughout the Ohio River Valley. This was prime <laughs> territory. <laughs> You know, Carrefour was moving in, you know, the French have these, they're, they're moving in, they're French brands, you know, the, the native market needs to be, needs to be taken.
1: Aldi wasn't even thought at this point.
2: Yeah, the, the Germans, you know, didn't have their shit together. No,
0: Al- Al- Aldi wasn't here yet, he was an Italian. They wouldn't get an Ikea for like 150 years.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ikea? So it's, Literally it's, would
1: rather live in an Ikea home than what they lived in, but a... If-
2: so it's it's kind of it's kind of important to note that the mission he sent on does not come from the British government. This is coming from the colonial
0: governor, right? Right, Governor Winn-Dixie.
2: Because this this mission is, is mostly being done for them for the land company.
1: So this is okay. So let me just, in a nutshell, this is a corporation that has somehow got their. Um, They have got their – what they want to be done politically, done privately without authorization from up top. So this is a corporation.
2: Yeah, so you you essentially have the leaders of this corporation essentially being at the top of the Virginia colony. And and they're sort of authorizing this mission
0: to go protect their their prime real estate area. So what you're saying is that –
1: Nothing's changed in 300 years. It
0: might be a bad idea for a corporation – to potentially get too much influence that's what you're saying yes what would be that'd
2: be like the moment where we say like well thank god that never happened again and then it just was like a long scrolling thing of like every war the united states has done strictly (laughs) for Uh,
0: (laughs) i tell you what you want to take over the united states you got to get ahead you got to be in charge of nabisco that's where you're gonna go (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, no, my bad. money's on Publix no, I'm on Publix, stage, Publ- Publ- Joe Rogan Publix I'm putting my money on Publix
0: My money's on Publix, you know, they got them pub subs Oh my god, Joe Rogan, one time I smoked uh, I had, had 50,000 uh, <laughs> units of THC I smoked it out of a leather a leather face mask, and uh, I'm telling
1: you the shit they're doing out there in California right now—it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's absurd. Insane, buddy.
0: But, but you can't really get you can't get a pub up out there, you know. I can't, I can't get that anymore.
1: Uh, <laughs> Unless you talk to Ricky down there over on Hollywood, but listen—that's another story. You
0: go down, you go to Ricky's Chinese restaurant. It's it's fantastic. They all got rickets. <laughs> and They move real slow, but it's good. Okay, so uh, the French refused to leave. Wait no, we're past. Well, we
2: haven't. So they're they're screwing around in there. He's supposed to sort of set up a a fortified position
0: with three hundred um, men. Now, now yes. in those days, in the middle of the fucking wilderness is what I see. I I kind of visualize America as being, or, or excuse me, the the uh, uh, North America. We'll refer to it. Just you know, I realize it's kind of. I don't remember the name of that word right now, but anyway. Uh, I realize it's not the right term, but we'll call it the Americas. So it's kind of like wilderness, right? So 300 men in one place—that's like Lollapalooza, right? Yeah, like that's well, that's like Perry Farrell. Woodstock. Well, that's like that's fucking like Woodstock. Like 300 like those 300 fat. men, like that's like you know, it's not Sparta.
1: Well, I saw the 300 men, that's what I immediately thought. I was starting to think, like, you know, this is Sparta, but...
0: Did it, now, uh, you know, they were men of the, uh, philosoph, uh, you know, the philosophies, and, uh... So did they... Is this a reference to that, Steve? Is this a reference to the No, I, I think that's
2: just, like, how many men they could round together in, like, the colonial militia.
0: I just find it interesting that there's... No, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
2: So, they're, they're supposed to set up this fort, but they learn by April... That the French, um, about a thousand of them, have started building Fort Duquesne, Woo!
0: which is um, which is at the site of what is today Pittsburgh. There's a thousand people in Publix right now. Think about that. <laughs> because the because uh, Fort
2: Duquesne, after the the French and Indian War, becomes Fort Pitt. Fort like Fort Pitt like like Pittsburgh. Like Pittsburgh? Yes So 4-2 for, Kane Did
0: the you site pick this Because it. you're from Pittsburgh
1: you I, I, Listen It's it's slowly coming to light What is going on I think what I'm starting to on. understand
0: What's happening here
1: I see what's going yeah, on Yeah
0: because we're going to do World War 2 Oh there's too much On World War 2 Alright let's do the French and Indian War
1: Let's do the most Pittsburgh-y Pittsburgh if you, time if you The most boys, Pittsburgh war there is
2: I mean if I'm a Steelers fan you know. If your boys are good We'll do some World War 2 After this for the next one
0: Yeah yeah, well, if we don't get kicked off of Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> By those rat bastards at
2: Stitcher. <laughs> so, in May, he, he begins building um, a sort of a fortified position at this place called Great Meadows, which will become Fort Necessity.
1: They had really, really just dumb names for forts back. No imagination well, whatsoever. They had
0: to appease like all the the dummy thick religious believers, you know, that represent the populace. Because
2: Fort Necessity is is called that because it's like it's a really shitty fort. Like I've been to Fort Necessity, and
0: that's what that's, Fort Necessity looks like. It looks like
1: a six foot privacy fence. of looks like
0: it. Kind of looks like what they do to Stonehenge in the future because there's too many cigarette butts. <laughs> I'm still convinced it's, that cigarettes will become a big this thing is, again.
1: It literally like looks your, like my neighbor's backyard. Yeah, Just it's like you're driving through.
0: through like
2: you're driving through like <laughs> Bifflo, Yeah, it
0: chewy. looks like yeah, exactly. It's like it looks like, the, guys like chicken coop. It's where they keep the dead bodies at the Biflow racetrack.
1: So Fort Necessity is really a four sided privacy fence that is approximately ten by ten.
0: Yeah, you That's know what, Steve? what it is. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I built that fort when I was a kid <laughs> in my backyard. I built it. You know what Later. I used? I definitely
1: built things that were structurally used, more sound.
0: I used things that were available to me. That's what I used. Like neighbor's garbage and stuff, and I built that fort.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Bird nests. They they haven't gotten this far yet. They're, they're getting there. And the French dispatched this guy named... Joseph Coulon de Jumonville. So, the French dispatched this guy, a commander. His name's uh, Joseph Coulon de, de Jumonville, um, to
0: deliver a diplomatic message telling. It, I thought it was Jumonville. Jumonville, <laughs> you're to French it up on me. Well, my uncle speaks French. I like to tell people. I tell a lot of people. I almost well, you know tell what? more people than my uncle speaks French. Well, you know what, your I uncle. Do can go uh,
2: fuck himself. You know, I refuse.
0: Yeah, I I, mean, I, I, I refuse you know, to say Beyonce, for instance. I say Beyonce. Beyonce. I do say Beyonce. I say Queen B. There's a Queen guy where, you yeah, know, I Queen told Bay. you about that guy I work with in the his, his son's name is Kingman, but I just call him Kingman oh, yeah. when I call every single time. <laughs> like, uh, excuse me, can I speak to Kingman? <laughs> that's like a that's like a very like like barbarian name. It it's really is Kingman really is. One of the lectors at the church, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't go to church anymore because I'm smart, but uh, one of the <laughs> lectors at the church I used to go to when I was a kid, his name was King Kovacs. How amazing pretty, is what? that? Isn't that a great name? He had like a sweet that's, mohair jacket all the time, too, and a really that's, shitty haircut. That's,
2: that's, that's like a jazz musician name. That's like a yeah, guy like... Like Boney he, James? Re- yeah, he was really big in like the horn scene in like St. Louis in
0: like the 20s. Like Boney James? Yeah, (laughs) if you type Bony James into Google right now, you see the whitest looking white guy, white man, and he has definitely won several NAACP Image Awards.
1: Oh my God, the saxophonist!
0: Yeah, Bony fucking James, bro. He he like plays at it all the time too. He's amazing. He's absolutely amazing, dude. You know
1: that is incredible. This dude looks like he could win an NAACP award and just rock it too. Like no pressure.
0: I'll tell you what, you know who couldn't win an NAACP award? George Washington. George Washington. Let's go, let's go. All right, let's go. He's not even eligible, the fuck. All right, go ahead. So, so no one's really sure what happened next.
2: Um, so so Jumanville is sent How is to, no one sure? Because, like, there's different accounts. It, it's sort of like... And, and you'll find out, like, they don't want to really, like... There's a lot of elements here where the truth would not be to their benefit. It's almost it. like a crime. So, what what ends up happening, regardless of how it started, is that the Jumonville and the French are slaughtered. Um, Ten to twelve are killed, two are wounded, and twenty-one are captured. Um, so there, there's either um, I've, I've heard. So that, the like, French
1: have a long history of surrendering. Then,
2: yeah. So so Washington ambushes them. Um, he, he kills a bunch of them. Uh, Jumonville dies. No one's no one's sure what happened. Um, some accounts say he he died in the initial like fight. Steve, um, I think we need
0: to start like a, a Facebook game called Jumonville
2: about getting killed by George Washington. No, or... it's
0: completely innocuous until you get to level like forty three or something like that, like something some absurd. You got go to like level one hundred forty three, and then it just starts trying to recruit you to take on George Washington. <laughs> so so it, there's there's also account that the half king
2: killed him because like the half king really hates the french um, it, Tyrion
0: Lannister yeah
2: that <laughs> he just like he just like flips out and just like kills um Jumonville and like this might be true or it might just be made up because you have to remember um half king is not british so to say that this like third party guy that was with them did the killing sort of absolves uh, the British commander, uh, George Washington, of his responsibility.
1: Now, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the the bodies that they found were scalped, right? Some of them. So it yes. could lend some credence to the fact that it they, was a Native American attack, but it's also like, you know, Washington, I'm sure, knows their tactics and could have done it himself to be like, look, it was the Indians. Well, the, they were
2: scalped. The, <laughs> they, they likely would have done the, the scalping as well, not because, you know, it's like a thing that Native Americans do, because the only reason native americans really started doing it was because the the french were doing it it was called like it was called like counting coup and it was essentially like you know they talk about like in vietnam that they had to collect like people's ears to prove that they had a kill
1: oh but god it was, it was oh. the
2: same way but it was scalps they had no. to, they had to scalp the person to show I...
1: that <sighs> okay
2: <laughs> so they're, they're, the bodies are just sort of sort of left around they're not taken care of um, i I didn't see anything backing it up but one of the the sort of apocryphal stories i had heard was that one of the french guys was like out in the bushes going to the bathroom when they attack and he like made his way barefoot to um to fort duquesne from where they were like he went like almost like a 100 miles um to um back back sort of to home base to let them know what had happened that's a lot of miles
0: joe rogan
1: let me tell you something. The longest I haven't walked, not even close to 100, but I was going over the Triborough Bridge.
0: I got about 100 feet over the Triborough <laughs> Bridge. <laughs>
1: I started sweating like you wouldn't believe I had to stop take a break. I took a break at the uh, sandwich shop there on the corner, 3rd and 7th. I got a nice solid Cuban pressed extra mayo. No no mayo. Extra mustard.
0: It was, I was extra, a terrible Cuban. It was, I, I actually ordered it that way, and they gave me mayo anyway. I said extra mayo, <laughs> and then they said no mayo. And they didn't know what to do, so they just put mayo on it, thinking I meant normal, regular mayo, but I got mustard instead.
1: Point is, it was delicious,
0: 150
1: feet collapsed.
0: Jamie, go ahead and pull up a video of mustard.
1: Jamie, I need you to go ahead and pull up a video of uh, a guy <laughs> in, when he um, walks 100 miles. Like That's crazy, right? Is that going to be some like mental thing? He's going to be on DMT.
2: <laughs> look, up, look up French and DMT, just,
0: just Google it. Look up France, DMT, just Google. It. I'm telling you, they're researching. On they're
1: doing some great things over there.
0: They are. They I'm- are. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, George Washington. So, so he he knows that like
2: like shit's gotten real. So he he starts fortifying the fort. Um, so it's the it's a sort of that shitty fort that we were talking about. Right. Um, the half king goes off to recruit local tribes to help them. the The Lenape, the the Shawnee, and the Mingo, which are his own people. I believe
0: it's the Lenape. The Lenape. Pardon. It's I, a hard end. I, I think. I think it is. I, I can't remember. Like that's a serious, no joke or anything. That's like a serious comment. I think it's that.
2: Yeah, like a, apologies to anyone who belongs to any of any of these steve i'm expecting a
0: huge peoples. native american turnout for this podcast <laughs> All native Americans, I, I i'm expecting like so many floor,
1: you listening
0: not not to i'm get. we're thinking about probably two lawsuits are coming in just based on <laughs> like we're not getting something right i've got
2: you know? a i've got a lawyer on retainer already for this, this what's podcast. his name it's the texas law
0: hawk oh uh, it's brian wilson the texas law hawk <laughs> it's my wife's <laughs> favorite lawyer I gotta be honest. I'm a little jealous of him, you know.
1: So, Listen, you need a lawyer. Let me give you my guy, Ricky, out of uh, you know, one of uh, one of the boroughs. You know, what I'm saying I can't tell you exactly where he's from. But he does wonderful he's things from,
0: with pale He's from the Ohio River Valley.
2: <laughs> he's a lawyer. So, so the situation is is pretty hopeless. Um, they don't have a lot of supplies. Um, they 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 started digging trenches to to sort of have a defensive position, um, but because of the rain, the 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 trenches are unusable because they're full of water now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's there's trees within 300 feet of their of their position, so the French have an easy place to sort of like siege them from and, and sort of avoid being shot at. Um, and then so the French send um, this guy uh, Louis Colon de Vier, um, who's the older brother of Jumonville. Um, he, he's sort of been sent to deal with Washington.
0: So
1: his younger brother killed by Washington, he's got a...
2: No, the, he, yeah, he's got a deal with the
0: man who killed his younger brother.
1: So he's got he got, Okay.
0: Now, so he's got wouldn't a, it make more sense vendetta. for him to kill Lawrence Washington? <laughs> <laughs> some, some older brother on older brother violence. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, Can you imagine
1: being Lawrence Washington and be so confused and this guy comes to kill you? Like, what?
0: Yeah, yeah
2: that's a good book right there when some like perfumed frenchman shows up at your door and like slaps you across the face with a glove
0: (laughs) i demand (laughs) honor this is for my little brother this is for france
2: so the french um they they surround the fort while the virginians are, are sort of preparing for them to come um the the french actually do mess up no nobody really has like a good a good sort of handle on the situation. The the heavy rain and the, the French messing up their deployment and the, the general incompetence of the of the Virginians just... I heard that the, the heavy situation. rain was a
0: problem. I heard they couldn't find Commander Sean. <laughs> 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 that was a good joke. All right, go ahead.
2: So there's this Dutch mercenary guy who's been, like, he's been, like, with Washington forever. Wait, like, wait, he's, he's sort wait, of I just want to stop
0: like, you again. You're going to get stopped a lot, but I just want to stop you again there. I have never heard... Those two words put together, Dutch, Dutch mercenary. mercenary. Is, uh, no, what was his, his fucking name? name? Is, uh,
2: Jacob von
0: Bram. Oh my god, that sounds like a Dutch mercenary. Was that a form of uh, what is that called? Nomative, nominative determinism? <laughs> <laughs> is that what that is? Like when you're named a certain thing, you become a certain thing.
2: The the von Brahms have a uh, have a have a history of, of the mercenary work.
0: Well, like Pen, um, like Pendragon's a real name, and if you're named Pendragon, you either become a fucking knight or a circus member.
1: I'm gonna go with circus, though.
0: Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely circus members. He he is, um, he, he's sort of like a
2: mentor to Washington. Uh, he he sort of teaches him how to be a soldier. Like if George Washington.
0: If this was like uh, Game of Thrones, he'd just be one of no, those like gotta, side characters. Steve, that, remember like, we them. had this discussion. If we're if you're gonna give ex- analogies on here, you gotta use a weird movie. Like what you should say is if George Washington was Tom Tom, and this was Three Ninjas. No, no, then no, this guy would that. be the old Asian man, who's his uncle, even though he's
2: the white. More, the more apt one would be like it's like The Untouchables. He's like the Sean Connery guy.
0: Uh, I'm not He's the old Irish
2: this?
1: Was this Merc? He was yeah, at the, the day fort. is mine. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's, 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 <laughs> he's at the fort with Washington.
2: Yeah, he's at the fort with Washington. He's,
1: he sees he's, this shit happening, and he's a Dutchman, and he sees what's happening, and he hasn't deuced out. Like, he's well, been like, he's, yeah, listen, you're on your own. He's he's
2: He's got a lot of money riding on this. He's a mercenary, you know. He does the job
1: yeah, but, okay, I didn't realize that he was there to get paid, okay.
2: Um, so, he he does the translation because he speaks French, and he messes up the translation of the, the surrender terms that they make, because they they eventually decide, you know, that they're going to surrender, they're outnumbered, um, and he has Washington sign this document that, that says that he assassinated um, for what? For whatever reason, no one's really sure, like, why... He mistranslated the, the assassination part. Um, because if he just said, you know, that Jumonville died, it wouldn't be as big a deal. But if you killed like an officer of a foreign military saying like you assassinated them, it would be like a big deal. That's I mean that's precursor to war. Like that which that's war. Which, which it which it ends up being. Um, so Washington dun- gets dun- Washington gets back. Um, the British um, they they sort of sort of preempt things by starting a campaign. They get this general, um, General Braddock, um, to attack the French in, in sort of four prongs. Like they set off into these these four elements are going to attack the French, um, but it fails because the French and the Native Americans are paired.
1: So what were these what were these prongs? That they were going to attack them for what? Do you, like what was? It?
2: it was it was sort of a preemptive like attack. Like they were they knew that like war was going to happen, so they send this general to make these, to sort of send these four different forces. Like if we were, if we were watching like the history channel circa 20 years ago, there <laughs> would be like, there would be like a map and then there would be just like four arrows.
1: Okay. So across four across different, uh, like, okay. attack from four different directions, I guess then is what.
2: So he, he sends them, um, they're, they're sort of countered by the French and Native Americans. They know that they're coming. And so it goes back and forth between them. Um, thousands die on both sides. Um, and, and the Acadians, the, the French settlers, are forcibly removed. And, and sort of tribes, or essentially tribes that ally with different people, uh, when they lose, they, they get kicked off their land.
0: Hmm.
2: So mo- mostly the French allied ones um, get screwed over in this situation. Um, this war eventually uh, evolves into a world war. Um, into what's called the seven years war um, which happens after two years into the war wait a minute the
0: seven years war happens two years after something's not right after the beginning of the French and Indian war seven years after the beginning of the French and Indian two year war I don't get it Steven Steven Steven
1: so basically the french and indian war was two years and then it kind of well, was wrapped it, up with the seven years war
2: well it, it's, was it's kind of rolled up, up together it, yeah it goes into the war so these regional conflicts in europe uh they're they're sort of out of control these these conflicts in like germany and in central central europe um so like world war one um these alliances draw other powers into this sort of conflict um great britain ends up allied with prussia uh portugal um the electorate of of brunswick lundberg and and other small german states
0: brunswick lundberg i heard they make great bowling balls
2: yeah that's that was their primary export (laughs) this is this is before they revolutionized the bowling industry by making that little fan by getting rid of the dinosaur
0: ball returns from the flintstones (laughs)
2: they uh, they put in the they put in those ball returns with the fan so you can dry your dry your hands they're so not sweating. dude when if you don't if
0: you don't know about the ball fans like you literally are just a you're just a newbie baby dick bowler i mean you got to know about the ball fans it's true
2: so france is allied with uh the austrian led holy roman empire uh the russian empire they're still around yeah they're still around until napoleon essentially dismantles right they're 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 around but they're they're not really much of an empire right and and they also and then spain and sweden
0: isn't that like one of those like super facts that like the queen of england lived closer to the end of the holy roman empire than like now wait what that's crazy I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think that's a like one of those crazy facts, like about time.
1: Hey, Jamie, can you uh, can you look that up, yeah, Jamie? Can check you that? Go
0: ahead and pull up Joe Rogan. Let me tell you something about the Roman World <laughs> World Empire. It still exists. So, it's still it's So Cuba basically, right now.
1: So basically, with the Seven Years' War, we're Being, looking at uh, Britain. English. We're looking at England, England, Germany, Portugal, Prussia against France the holy roman empire russia spain and the swede see
0: that's yeah, that's we can't States. have a good war anymore they like did them all already you know yeah yeah, yeah. so the, the the battles are fought like literally all over the world so there's there's battles in south
2: america africa india and the philippines right um the final battle of the war is um it's 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 not really like a straight battle it's, it's sort of this occupation of the philippines of manila by the british the thriller Um, in manila so the war the war ends in 1763 um but (laughs) the the occupation ends like a year later because no one no one tells them because the philippines is so remote they they yeah um
1: dms haven't been invented yet and instant messaging isn't a thing yet
2: no one no one slid into their dms and let them know
1: (laughs) hey baby by the way you know what i'm saying this shit's over the beef done.
2: and then they, okay. then they let them know about george washington's only fans account <laughs> um no one at the signing of the treaty as well is aware of the occupation of manila
1: and and just to back up it's the british that are occupying manila
2: yeah so this is this is somewhat like at the end
0: of manila uh, where's that Did you not see
1: the boxing match, bro? It's in the Philippines. Come on.
0: Who's that? Who's
2: Philippines?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who's Phil's penis? What?
2: So, (laughs) it's, it's kind of like at the end of the War of 1812 where, like, there's a battle. The Battle of New Orleans is fought after the war is like ended because no one's told them the
0: war is over. Right. It's
1: kind of like how there's Japanese soldiers that were entrenched until like what the 80s or the 70s. Yeah. Steve, the guys guys don't, don't
0: you know the, the that guy's North name North. by heart? What's his name?
2: I, I don't remember the guy's name. There's, there's, there's. <laughs> th-
0: fucking historian
2: over here. There's this two notable the ones. Three. One of them is actually like Taiwanese. Okay. One of them. Let me the tell other you one, about
1: this other guy that I know that says he's got a degree. <laughs>
2: <Jesus> <laughs> Christ. So, the wars the wars over, um, which not a lot of good comes from it. So, the UK debt before the war was seventy four point six million pounds.
1: Good um, lord, and that's debt, that's in before money.
0: Yeah, and the debt after. Yeah, like that was that was actually that. where they weighed the money. So it was seventy-four million pounds of money, which could buy you about four prostitutes, three kerchiefs, <laughs> and six doilies. It could
2: get you. It get you some
0: proper cunny.
1: Couple mugs of grog.
0: Yeah, you go to a proper cunning house back then. You get a half of France in there.
2: So the debt after the war is a hundred and thirty-two point six million pounds. So it's almost double. Who do they owe?
0: Uh, just, just creditors. Um, like the, is it the Dutch?
2: They owe that
1: guy down there on because they didn't pay his goddamn bill.
0: Bro, I tell you probably, what, Joe Rogan. There's a guy over in Branch, New Jersey, and I tell you what, this guy he's got. He funds
1: anything. He funds he anything. Do, you wars, anything. You got wars. You want <laughs> wars? Jesus
2: Christ! So the interest payments on the the amount that they owe after the war exceed. Um, half the government's
0: budget. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The government of the UK or the government of the local UK, like the government
2: like, of like the UK like proper.
1: Okay,
0: okay.
2: The the British government's interest payments are, are more than half the government's budget.
0: So you saying that we're like a used car that was shuttered by the UK essentially? Yeah. Like they for we're they like, were gonna give up the war. They just stopped like the their, war. We're like their least BMW. I got it. Wow. Okay. They're, I get they're it so far. They're so far If only on my history teacher had said that, <laughs> I would have gotten that the first time through. I would have understood, because I understood leases back then, too.
2: So, in order to deal with this, um, they, they passed what's called the Currency Act of 1764, right. which states that um, debts can't be paid
0: in colonial fiat currency. Right, Steve, go ahead and explain fiat currency to everyone.
1: Uh, Jamie, can you look up what fiat currency is? Uh, Joe Rogan, fake...
0: I'll tell you what fiat currency is. That's currency used to buy a fiat. That's what it is. <laughs> it's it's that it's that
2: fake money, you know, it's not real money like Bitcoin.
0: Right, like what? cash, like dollar dollar, the almighty dollar has got it's, no value it's, unless everybody it's, agrees it's from to I a it. A bank. Bank.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: You can pay somebody of, in hot rocks if you agree it's worth it.
2: During during the war a lot of um, a lot of people sort of like bought a lot of goods. Because they were going to profit after the profit off of the British British military. Steve, and British let me military. ask you a
0: weird question: Did they have guns in this war? Yes. All right, go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? because so, you have to, you have to remember at this time, there's no like central bank. So a lot of time when the currency is is given out, it's sort of a bank note right it's just the
1: government saying we promise that this is worth this money well, it's,
2: it's not even the government it's like a local bank so so that's why they say that you can't use fiat currency because they don't
0: want like it was the, the house bank. of thomas and french in italy that the, the house of thomas
2: and french in dorchester massachusetts <laughs> you know <laughs> i isn't, isn't edmund
0: Dantes, promise to pay it isn't it isn't where dick
2: Okay. So they have to okay. pay it in, in sort of hard currency like like gold or silver. Okay. Like but yeah, also, give me
1: something that's worth something. No diamonds. No name no that shit.
2: They also start the uh the quartering act. Someone get is, the beers out of here. <laughs> which is the quartering of, of soldiers. Um Oh I know and, and all about the quartering act.
0: You can go to yeah, actually there are parts of Jersey right now you can go to where they still have houses that were up in the late seventeen hundreds and they were used as as quarters for British soldiers. It's crazy. For real? So, yeah. Yeah.
2: And the the actual act reads um, inns, livery, stables,
0: alehouses um, I'm gonna need you to read that in the Khajiit voice from Scott. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: need you to have this in the most uh
0: livery, livery. livery stables, ale houses, <laughs> victuating houses, and the houses of sellers of wine and houses of persons selling of rum, brandy, strong water, cider or methagin. And done. if numbers required in uninhabited houses,
2: outhouses, barns and other buildings. I don't think outhouse means like a bathroom. Outhouse. Imagine
0: you were like uh, Colonel Butt Farts, and you had to stay in the outhouse.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh. well, listen, we got a house for you. We're going to quarter you uh, outside in the shitter.
0: So me,
2: <laughs> so so me and the boys, we're going to be staying in the rum house. You, out- <laughs> we're
0: also listen, not going to show up to Colonel the battle tomorrow. Fitzwallace, you're staying in the uh, outhouse. Damn it.
2: It's like it's like some sort of stripe situation, you know. It's like the fat nerdy guy.
0: They yeah. like make him like. Why is the fat like nerdy the guy always has? get shit on? You know, like nowadays the fat nerdy guy has all the money, and he's dropping that stem major shit everywhere. You know, and he's just just warding that over people, just like, being like. I well, feel like I feel well, like they should, hey, you, hey, were you were picked
1: on me in high school, look how much money I have now. <laughs> they should maybe oh, do I'm sorry. Do is that there's Florida too much of the
2: flies where fatty is like the leader? You know. Maybe, maybe if you were a STEM major, you wouldn't be poor. Do you ever think of that? That's a good point. Maybe
1: if you weren't a STEM major, you wouldn't be poor, you know. Okay, facts don't care about your
2: feelings. <laughs> another another hit that you're all familiar with is the Stamp Act of 17, of 1765. Oh my god, um, hold on a second. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a it's a tax on on printed materials, uh, legal documents, magazines, playing cards, Newspapers. And I'm and well aware of papers. the stamp act because, yes. Steve, as
0: you know, I am a bit of a uh, connoisseur of ledger domain or the art well, of card manipulation, and I happen to have an ace of spades here that has the tax stamp on it from the United States Playing Card Company. Just as a holdover, doesn't really matter anymore, but same but, act.
1: But as, they still do you, it. That's
2: cool. As you know, all the all the colonists. Um, they they don't like this. They wish they had a say in these taxes. Um, oh, so sounds
1: that's, like some, we're leading up to something.
2: Sounds like a lot of privilege to me. A lot of what of lot of whining. Sounds, sounds like a, a lot
1: of people upset about taxes. I, I feel like this is going somewhere.
2: Yeah. So after the after the British um, take over um, Canada, which is which is ceded to them, um, Quebec is now part of British North America, which the colonies aren't happy about because. Now they have a bunch of French Catholics on
0: their board. Yeah, and they and were they, mostly Protestants, so that was a big problem.
2: Yeah, they don't like they don't like having these these Papists and a fucking
0: Pope sneaking in, Joe Rogan. And they're
2: and they're they're worried too as well because the um they're they're sort of an equal uh, Quebec is an equal to the to the thirteen colonies. In terms of policy, so they don't like that either. They're they're sort of worried about that these these French Catholics are going to you know they're going to move in they're going to take over.
0: I mean you know what it is you know I'm, I was raised Catholic and you know they have a lot of babies you know to quote Jim Gaffigan <laughs> they're going to they're going to help um, Washington in order to like
2: to, to sort of capitalize on this again. Um, he is aggressive in getting land from self colonial veterans. He he tries to sort of get. These these sort of um
0: Is this sort of, all still in the Ohio River Valley where he's getting land?
2: Not exactly. He tries to get it in the areas they still control. Get but this that. is all still
0: part of the French Indian War? This is this is the aftermath. Ah, okay. The war's over.
2: This is this is everything that sort of comes out of it. I think I, it. I was I was going to the
0: bathroom when you said aftermath.
2: So he's he's very aggressive in getting land for himself and veterans. Um, because it all goes into his like his his land speculation scheme.
1: I'm glad you um, called it a scheme. That's literally all it is.
2: It is. And so there's this royal proclamation of 1763, where essentially the king lays down. These are um, the, this is sort of the law. These these are the rules. <clears throat> he cedes most of the Ohio Company's claim to the Native Americans. This this is where they officially set down. You know, no no white settlers can move beyond. Um, they can move west of the Appalachian. No, no white set settlers
0: beyond Patterson, New Jersey. That's it.
1: I'm gonna tell you, there's a, there's a line Joe in Rogan, Boston called the Combat you. Zone, and there's there's no whites <laughs> in that area. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> let me tell you something. I was over there in Boston. Uh, I was in uh, Southie, and uh, Joe Rogan. Let me tell you something. They got shout the out best. to D Street. They got the best weed there. That's what they got. They got good weed. Anyway, <laughs> long story short no native americans at all joe it, it, it's worked okay the ohio company's ceded claim and it, it's kept them out for 200 years joe okay
1: literally none
2: <laughs> so washington is is obviously not happy about this and in in 1767 he sends a letter to this guy named william crawford who is a he's a surveyor from pennsylvania he's he's me of a ask business you a partner is
0: surveyor even a job or is it? Yeah, like, you don't hers. see those guys on the side of the no, road. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I know, do I know that's what they do. But like back then, it it, se- it certainly seems like the surveyors were up to something. You know, you like, know
2: those guys you saw on the, the side stone road, stone cutters child, and you were like, what, what the fuck is up with that little camera? Yeah, yeah. And they're
1: your still parents, parents out. were like, oh, they're surveying, and you're like, what does that mean? And your parents just kind of started talking, did... drift it off because they had no fucking idea.
0: They just shrug. No, they get the <laughs> Insmith look. And then they just kind they of like, peace out. They like, they
2: like, not now, not now, son. Bad companies on the radio. And like, on the
0: right. Radio. Yeah, that's what my dad did.
1: The fine young cannibals are on. I need you to shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, yeah, it's you know, the third time I heard "Unbelievable" today, and I want to hear it again. <laughs> I didn't get the lyrics the first time. I'm going to record it on my Dolby dual cassette player, Joe Rogan. So he
2: sends this letter, and and he has some choice bits from it, and this is, I'll, I'll read from his letter. He says, I can never look upon the proclamation in any light, but this I say between ourselves, and as a temporary expedient to quiet the minds of the Indians. It must fail, it must fall. Of course, in a few years, especially when those Indians consent to our occupying those lands, any person who neglects hunting out good lands and in some measure marking and distinguishing them for his own, in order to keep others from settling them, will never regain it. If you will be at the trouble of seeking out the lands, I will take upon me the part of securing them as soon as there is a possibility of doing it, and will, moreover, be at all the cost and charges surveying and patenting the same. By this time, it be easy for you to discover that my plan is to secure a good deal of land you will consequently come to
0: come in for a handsome quantity. Once again, going back to the
1: ages, guy these guys using a lot of words to say not much.
0: No, the whole th- what you have to understand about 17th, 18th century English is that the last sentence it's like music, okay? Like if you want to know what the key of a song is, usually look at the last chord, right? And that'll tell you exactly what song it's in because everything ends on a tonic. I'm not getting into music theory, but basically the way they wrote was similar to that they get to i just
1: be, read the end of it i right, was exactly part in securing right, them and right as at soon
0: the as bottom right at the bottom essentially that's what he's saying he's basically saying look i'll do it as soon as
1: i can get off my nuts
0: what he's telling he's telling the fellow <laughs> white men with money and means to chalk one up for them again on the scoreboard that's what he's saying and
2: and, and further on, he said to keep the whole matter a secret rather than give the alarm to others or allow himself to be censured for the opinion I have given in respect to the king's proclamation.
0: So he was just basically saying that nobody, nobody fucking yeah. tell the king. All or of
2: man. this can be carried on by silent management and can be carried out by you under the guise of hunting game, which you may, I presume, effectually do at the same time you are in pursuit of land. When this is fully discovered, advise me of it, and if there appears a possibility of succeeding, I will have the land surveyed to keep others off and leave the rest to time and my own uh, assiduity.
0: Okay, so uh, if- I want you to go ahead and define assiduity for all our listeners.
1: Uh, Jamie, if you could go up and uh, pull up assiduities, who that is up
2: there. Uh- <laughs>
0: uh, assiduity, Joe, it means
2: constant or close attention to what one is doing.
0: Yeah, assiduousness.
2: Or, or archaic literary constant attentions to
0: someone. Now, I believe in that time they pronounced the word ass duty, but I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. About I mean, if it you look at until it right much now... Later,
2: ass duty would take on a different meaning.
0: So essentially, the French and Indian War began and ended with George Washington surveying and obtaining more real estate <laughs>
1: <laughs> the French and Indian yeah. War was essentially a real a estate battle grab. of the 1700s. It is, it
2: is, it is a war that started over George Washington attempting to like build a real estate empire and yeah, having some
1: Dutch guy that can't fucking translate French, even though he said he can. Yeah, oh, shit. wait, wait,
2: wait. Was that Colonel Win Dixie? No, that was uh, that was our mercenary boy Van Dram, oh, who would be played by uh, mercen- jean Claude Van Damme.
0: jean Claude Van Dram. Fuck. J.V.D. himself. J.V.D. himself, Jean-Claude Van Dram. (laughs) So after thousands of people die,
2: he he starts an international war. No big deal. He he goes back to saying, you know, the king has sort of said that we can't do this, but we're going to do this somewhat illegally. And then once we can legally do it, we're going to jump on it.
1: Good Lord, this sounds just like the United States today
2: so our boy george washington you know american tradition old glory put that on a big dog shirt big dogs george (laughs) washington old boy if you can't you can't handle securing land with the big dogs then you got to get out
0: i can't believe it so basically okay so like let me ask you this okay so let's get serious for a moment what is the eventual outcome of the french and indian war globally I mean, like, what's the... Is there a global reaction? I realize that it takes a long time for news to travel in this day and age, but... What, what do you mean in terms of, like... I mean, like, what do France problems? and England think about it? You know what I mean? Internationally, you know?
2: I I imagine the common person, you know, saw it as, like, a settling force.
0: No, no, no. Um... I, I don't want to know what, like, you know, fucking Sarah Sanders has to say about it. Like, I, I want to know, like, <laughs> what, like... The governments were doing at the time. What was their reaction to this? Because it sounds very final. Well, well I'm know? sure the British. I'm sure the British weren't happy. Well, yeah, um, yeah, they were upset.
2: But but there had been sort of like informal warfare going on for like a while. Like like when you read about like the Salem witch trials, sure. um, a, a lot of the people that lived in Salem had come down from Maine, where they're sort of fighting a, an insurgency from the Native Americans and the French. So, like, there's been a lot of fighting going on for a long time between people, and it's sort of that informal fighting where there's there's no war declared, but, like, if a group of, like... If, like, a raiding party, like, shows up at your, like, house or village, it, like, there's a possibility, you know, they could, like, murder
0: everybody. And there's a strong possibility that they will, too, right? Yeah. That's a hell of a way to live. Let me ask you a question. All these Christians killing people, did any of them, like, care... Well you see the the Native Americans
2: they don't have souls so that's true
0: <laughs> that's I've heard that about Native
2: Americans I've heard that There's there's actually a, an interesting there, there's a historian who had a theory about about sort of like how people accepted it and he theorized because you know all of the founding fathers like if you had a traditional education you were you were trained in Latin right and the the main Latin text Dominus that you learn listen. Latin from is is Julius Caesar's like writings, hmm. and his, his conquest of Gaul was like one of the main um, one of the main writings. And he sort of he sort of comes with this theory that they conceptualized what they were doing to the Native Americans in the same way that what Caesar did to the Gauls.
0: Ah, uh, I don't know what that means. What did Caesar do to the Gauls? He conquered them. They they were sort of a bar- <laughs> they were they were a barbarian
2: people. And and he sort of came in and, and, and broke them and conquered them. Wow.
0: Well, that kind of makes sense.
2: And he it, it's in the writings he has on Gaul is sort of like his campaign diary. So it's just very much him writing about you know like the engagements they did and about the local people. Um, so it's very easy to draw parallels between like um, Europeans going into the American like hinterland to fight what they perceived as you know a barbarian people.
1: And I know that we like glossed over a lot of the stuff. Like we obviously didn't cover every-
2: it, it, everything of like what?
1: I mean, just as far as the French and Indian War in itself. Um, like I know that we didn't really say every little battle and every every fort that we talked about. Like we didn't really kind of do it in detail. Make-
2: yeah, it, it's, it's sort of something that would require its own like multi.
1: This is eight. almost its own podcast thing itself because I mean we didn't even touch Fort Law's go you know, we didn't touch any the, the damn French surrendering Montreal.
2: Yeah, there's there's a lot to cover.
1: But I feel like it's a good just an overview, you know what I mean? Just for people just, that have absolutely no idea about the French Indian War whatsoever, just, like myself.
2: Just just where it started about how like it's it sort of been an American tradition to 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 you know.
1: Yeah, I, oh, I, and, and here's for... the thing, I'm not going to lie, before today, right, or actually before I started reading about this, when we decided we were going to do this, I had no idea, I literally thought this was a war between the French and the Indians, I had no idea the British had anything you to do with it. You know what's
0: funny? I did too, I could have sworn, and I read a lot of history, but early American history like that, I don't know, I fucking, I fucking check out on it actually. Yeah,
1: I really do, I zone out on early American history it's like not that, interesting. It's, just, it's boring to me.
0: Yeah, like I, I fucking already know that we're the best. I mean it's
1: <laughs> I already know that we clean shit up, you know what I mean? The, That's
2: what
0: I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, I mean We got an... we
2: got all the rings, we got all the world rings, you know. That's what I've
0: heard. I heard we we're got like, all the challenge coins from the, all the other countries. We're the, yeah, we're like the Tom Brady of countries. Yeah. Damn right. Yep. Fucking Tom Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to take the Mets shit. Oh but, uh, god,
1: this dude. was a this was a productive hour and a half, two hours. I like.
0: Yeah, you know what I I yeah. have noticed though for the future is I can only have one beer during the episode because because my god I have peed like six times.
1: What did you? How many beers did you
0: drink? Two. What? <laughs> I drink, uh pretty high. I I don't buy it unless it's like seven or higher.
1: Are you drinking like forties?
0: No, just straight up <laughs> bottles, bro. I got I got an IBB. Itty-bitty bladder.
1: Okay, all right, okay. Nice so,
0: uh, you, know, it takes, you know, it goes right to That's it. Fair. It just travels That's right fair. down. That's goes fair. South. It goes long south. Long. It goes it south. Just, just, what I'm saying right is I pee throughout. real fast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it just flows right through me. Yeah. You want to break me down? I pee. <laughs> just like George Washington did all over real estate. Yeah, it's funny, though, um, you know, because you get these schmucks trying to buy the real estate across across the street from me, right? You look at the tax appraisal. It's $95,000, right? $95,000 <laughs> is what the tax appraisal is, right? So you figure, a guy like me, uh, you know, I, I find my shit together in, like, the last, like, five or six years. I could probably buy that land, right? $95,000. No. Some fucking schmuck comes in buys it for $275,000. You know who he is? george washington that's who it is he comes in he buys it because he's a rich white guy who owns slaves and he bought it and his slaves they live at home depot down the fucking corner
1: when you listen when you edit this all i need that rant right there to be the intro to the episode no problem and then and then we can hit it up with like the intro music and then everything else because that was
0: who's editing by-
1: washington
2: shit
0: <laughs> who's editing by the way Uh, I I will send the masters to anyone who wants. Like, I I can edit it. I've done audio editing. I have a degree in game design. So I know what I'm doing. But as far as, like, you know, I can add sound effects. Like, where you were like, where's the sound effect for the, what's it called? I I can do that. We can do the uh, Jamaican air horn. Yeah, I'm I'm basically going to do that every time you say George
2: Washington. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, serious Papa. question, though, or,
2: or just drop like did, me So horny?
1: Did did he really have wooden teeth, or is that bullshit?
2: He, his, I think like part of the teeth were wood. Usually, usually, like you had a set of teeth that was like your original teeth. Like you would save them, and then they would sort of like press them into like a into like a denture thing. Hmm. I think he did like. <laughs> I think he did have a set that was wooden, but you really wouldn't. Um,
0: yeah, I, I have to look it up, but he's right. There's like, it's not pure wooden teeth. Like, I think there's.
2: I think he might have had some like a tooth that was like made out of wood that he lost. Right. Oh, but, well, like- so
1: according to Google. Um, George Washington had four sets of dentures. He began wearing partial dentures by 1781. Despite many people believing they were made of wood, they contained no wood. They were actually made out of other materials such as hippopotamus ivory. Uh, I'm sorry. Hippopotamus ivory, brass, gold, and human teeth. Hip so George anonymous Washington
0: ivory sounds like a <laughs> rapper, had, you know, it sounds like had a real a... like artist. So this dude had dentures hey, yeah.
1: made of human
2: I fucking note teeth? That like, that, no, like, actually, skinny, that like shard of a tooth that he has, like,
0: like that thing's not doing any heavy lifting in well, the chewing department.
2: <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> to give you an
0: idea, actually, uh, I have to have some uh, tooth, like, fixed, because my teeth are just fucked genetically, and I was an asshole in my 20s, and uh, I'm still an asshole now, but I was a mouth asshole in my 20s, and, uh, Basically, they still use cadaverous teeth. So, like, if you have to, like, get bone grafted, it's dead bone.
1: I mean, that's sick. not as gross as I thought. Like, that's metal as hell, but...
0: I don't feel I gross about it. didn't know that that was a The only thing i don't about a thing. is my jawline getting haunted. You know <laughs> the what, what I mean? about the jaw? But yeah. what if you had a silver tongue like Hans Sprungfield? Hans Sprungfield does not exist, all right? You take that shit back to fucking Shelbyville. (laughs) I wish podcasts had visual aids because you just posted a picture of Hans Sprungfeld attacking George Washington.
1: It's perfect.
0: That should be the... uh, If you post this anywhere, that should be the image we use for the podcast.
1: That's going to be the thumbnail.
0: The thumbnail is just Hans (laughs) All right, I gotta go eat pork. I'm going to go eat some pork.
1: Sounds good. Jeremy, All right. This is That's fantastic. A wrap, boys.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll get podcast uh, in the can. I'll get like a drop kit, uh, dropbox link because I have I pay for Dropbox, so I, I can store it on there, and um, I'll share it with you guys. Just put your email in the chat or something, and I'll share it with you. All right. We're gonna okay. be,
1: yeah. Sounds good.
0: Be wearing gold plated diapers in no time. Y'all be wearing gold plated diapers
1: with human teeth in <laughs> hip hop anonymous ivory. <laughs> All
0: right. Peace. Y'all. Later. be good
1: guys.